You're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. It, it was interesting this, this morning. I, the Lord had given me one word all week, just a phrase. Like, okay, how do I build a lesson around that? And still, this morning, I'm, I'm up here and I'm sitting there and like, I don't have anything but this phrase. God, what are you doing? And he just began to challenge me, if, does it have to look like a sermon each and every Sunday? It's like, well, no. It can look like whatever you want it to look like. And so I want to keep with uh, the atmosphere that we've had this morning. I don't, I don't want to shift from that. You can get down for a second if you want to, or you can stay right there. I mean, I don't know how long I'll be here. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> perfect, 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 perfect. Um, but before we move on, um, I'm going to call him out again, put more attention on him. Jason, sorry, buddy. We, we met this week, and we talked about baptism, and we talked about the significance of it, and we talked about it being the first step in this life with Christ. It's the first action of obedience to God. The very first one. But without it, there can be nothing else. That receiving of the Holy Spirit in accordance with the will of God for your life. And there's always fruit in obedience. Amen? Amen. And I need us to understand that the word that the Lord brought this morning, all that has transpired thus far does not happen without that one man's obedience. Right? Right? I'm grateful for the example the Lord gave to that of immediate fruit. It's not just for us, but it was for Jason too, because I told him the Lord is going to bring immediate fruit. I'm like, you might not make it, you might not leave before the Lord is revealing to you what happens in response to obedience. We've seen that, have we not? Yeah, that's awesome. And so I'm just grateful for this morning. I'm grateful for what the Lord has released in I'm just going to get right to it. Um, I'm not going to go through all that other stuff, but the Lord brought to mind this week a conversation that I had with actually one of our city council members several weeks ago. And uh, some of you have heard this story, and um, I was, I don't know what I was doing, I was driving around, and um, I saw him at the golf course. Earlier, and I'd seen him over at the, the parking lot of the pool, the city pool, and then I saw him at the, in the parking lot of the golf course, and I went to go see what he's doing, and he's painting, he's painting the parking lot. Like, okay, that's cool. City council member doing, doing stuff for the city, and I go over there to talk to him about it, and he just said it was just a need. And he's like, there's no need for me to go through this process with the city council and try to get money approved so that we can paint it and then hire a company or buy all this equipment or do whatever the legal process is. He said, I saw a need, and I went, I bought the equipment, and I went and I painted the parking lots. And as we were talking about this, and I, I love that because that's the spirit that the Lord is releasing over this community, that we would, we would just be kindness. We would see where we can be kind, and then we would go and we'd be kind. And it was just kindness to, the, to these people that are working tirelessly, the people that are working there. Where our, our band director, who works hard all year long to, to 
bring about this legacy that is the Sundown Band. You all know it. It's been around for a very long time, and he's working really hard to do that. And then he gives up his summer to have that pool open so that our kids would have a place to go. And I'm telling you, all I hear is testimony of, I see my kid in the morning, he does his chores or her chores, and then I don't see them till the pool closes. I praise God for that. That's a good place for the kids to spend all day. And not possible without this this one person. And so I'm looking at this and I'm talking to him about all these things and we're talking about the kindness project. And he goes, Parker, you know, what people need to see is to change our community and to change the world around us. All it takes is just a little bit extra. And that's what it was. The Lord just kept saying it over and over, just a little bit extra. Just a little bit extra. It does not require that we sell everything we have, put on a sackcloth, go live in the woods and eat locusts and honey. But we, in our mind, we see the magnitude of the work of God and we think the magnitude that has to be met for that work of God to be accomplished is I have to give up everything. And that's right. You do. But not like this, throwing it away. It's like this. Living open-handedly with it. Knowing that every good thing has come from the Father of lights. He has given you every good thing. You tell me one good thing, I mean truly good thing that will stand the test of time, even the materialistic things, these good things, you tell me if they happen without the goodness of God. I mean, good things. Just pours out good things. Even things we cannot take with us, He pours out good things on us. I mean, the house, think, I think about just the houses we get to live. We get to live in houses. What a good thing. Oh, man. Good things. He pours out good things. And all that is required of us to see this magnitude of the, everything, the, what the Lord has spoken for us to ask for this morning is something beyond what any one of us could ever comprehend or see. It is bigger than anything we could ever imagine. Could you imagine... I can't, I can't even fathom what it would look like. I've never seen it done before. I see hundreds of kids get in and out of that pool all day long. I don't see the water level change. Now you watch people come in and come out of that baptistry to where we can't keep it full enough because so much water is leaving. Because so many people are going through. I can't, I can't fathom what that would look like. I can't imagine what the water bill will look like when we just keep that thing running nonstop. And that'll, that'll be okay. That's going to be a wonderful thing. But... The magnitude of what the Lord has simply even spoken this morning and all it requires of us. One, we've got to be sons and daughters, but it just requires a little bit extra. A little bit extra. It requires you to, on your way to doing what you were going to be doing anyway, see the opportunity for kindness and be kind in that place. That's all it is. The kindness project, that's all it is. We have services. Let's just do stuff on a Wednesday night and naturally help where we can help and have the ability to help. That's all it is. But it's not about just a Wednesday night kindness project. It's about us living with this mentality that I will be kind in everything and every avenue that the Lord gives me and it just requires a little bit extra of us. But the thing is, is it does require something of us. And we cannot dismiss the effort that is required. There cannot be faith and not also be works. But we've dismissed the works part because it is inconvenient. 
Now, I'm not saying that exists here, but it does it to an extent, does it not? Do we not think about things that we should do, and it's like, but i got to get up and do that, and I don't want to do that. I do that. I did that yesterday. I needed to do things. It's like, but I could not, because that would be inconvenient. But that little bit extra, and living this little bit extra, Jay was talking about his neighborhoods and how we've been given these places just naturally, just we, we are planted in this place where we spend a lot of our time. We spend our time as a family in these places, in these homes. And guess what? There's a home right next to us. And there's a home on the other side of us. And there's a home behind us. And there's a home in front of us. And all it requires is a little bit extra. I love the story. Uh, Jay shared it several times. It's not my story. It's his story to share. But the, the shoveling of snow when it was needing to be done, and then all of a sudden you go out to shovel snow again, it required a little bit extra of him, and now all of a sudden there's a group of people that are willing to give that little bit extra. It's not one man's responsibility to do it, but there's a group of people that are doing it. It just requires a little bit extra. For the prodigal sons and daughters to be brought home, for the Spirit of God to reign over this community, what is needed is just a little bit extra. And we, unfortunately, again, we tie the magnitude of what God wants to do to the task that is too big for us and therefore impossible. And that is completely true. It is impossible for us to do it in and of ourselves. Absolutely impossible. Because we cannot have eyes to see and ears to hear these strategic places where kindness needs to go right at that moment without the Spirit of God. It's impossible. You cannot know what someone needs without the Lord revealing to you that need. Otherwise, you'll just be trying to tailor to what you can see in this earthly realm, and that's not going to meet anything. That's going to be a temporary fix to a permanent problem. But the Lord wants to permanently fix the things that are going on around us. So, yes, it's correct. We cannot do it. But all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. For man it is impossible, but for God it is possible. And thank God He's not asked us to do it within our own power and our own authority. He's just asked us to submit and serve and be a vessel for His presence and allow His presence to do what it's going to do. A boat does not argue with its captain. It goes where it is directed. We are simply vessels for the presence of God. And we cannot in and of ourselves navigate everything that we need to navigate. You cannot go out as a boat and navigate the ocean. That boat does not have the capacity to do it. It needs someone behind the wheel. And you are made to have the Spirit of God dwelling in you behind the wheel, directing you with eyes to see and ears to hear. And at the end of the day, for all of the promises that God has made to this house to be seen, for His appeal to be made through us, it just requires a little bit extra. And just giving this, this little bit extra changes, completely changes the world around us. I mean, completely changes the world around us. I've seen people in this community that are now doing things to help others because there's a need. That's it. They're not requiring anything. They're just going and they're doing it. Very simple, just seeing kindness, but it's because the Spirit of God 
is reigning over this community. It's taking hold of this community. And the world around us is changing. And because of that little bit extra, it's spreading. So I want us to remember. I need us to also reflect on this fact of the goodness of God. I I was listening to this song this week. It's called Goodness of God, if you want to go listen to it. But there's a line in it, your goodness is running after me. I love that. And I'm thinking about that and I'm singing it and I just immediately had this correction in my mentality of this goodness of God can only come from God. Well, that's true, but that is not the vessel in which I've received it most of the time. Most of the time I receive the goodness of God through the people carrying the goodness of God and they carry it to me. How many of you in here can think of when you have encountered the goodness of God, but you encountered it through another person? We get to be that. We get to be the vessels that would run after these people with the goodness of God. That His goodness would run after them through us. Because we are free. And we have been given the keys to unlock those around us that they could also be free. So I want us to praise God for this fact that He wants this community. That He wants us to make His appeal to them. Pursuing them with the goodness of God, whatever it takes. And I would ask you again, would that be the position of your heart? That we would not measure what is convenient or inconvenient, but we would measure it by whatever it takes. Yes and amen. Whatever it takes. Whatever extra I have to give. I love this... uh, in, in our marriage uh, ceremony that Sarah and I went through, and I used this uh, as I, I get to do others' weddings. It was something Kendall taught me, and it was something Kendall got from Randy. Um, but Kendall said, just said to us, Parker, there are days where you will have to be the 90 because Sarah can only bring 10 to the table. And then, Sarah, there are days where you're going to have to be the 90 because Parker only has 10 to give. And I love, I love that thought and in the pursuit of what the Lord has asked us to do, because just that little bit extra, it doesn't mean that every day you're going to have to give 100% of everything that you can do. You're just going to have to drop and drop everything and just do only what God has asked you to do. There are days where that will be the case. Absolutely. But there are also days where He's like, the little bit extra, I just need you to give 10. I'll bring the 90, but this 10 is going to bring us to 100. And I'm just asking you for that little bit. It doesn't always look like giving everything that you have, every ounce of energy you have in your day, because how hard is it to just say hi to somebody? Maybe that little 10, that 10% is what changes that story. I don't know how many times I've just simply, I, I mean, sitting in here, I was wrestling with so many things from this week. I was sitting in here, and we just started praising God, and, and Jay's just very naturally just doing what the just responding to the Lord and praising the Lord, and he starts to speak of the promises of God, and that little bit, that little bit totally changed my day. He doesn't realize that he's just given that little bit extra, but instead of just plowing through the set, no, we're going to stop, we're going to worship for just a second as a team, and that little bit extra, that time that he gave for the Lord, totally just knocked me off my feet, 
gave me a clear mind in what the Lord is doing. I'm a type A personality, so when there's like 50 things to do, I'm constantly thinking about the 50 things that need to be done and the 40 things that need to be done for each of those 50 things. So I get a little overwhelmed in my own head. And this morning was one of those mornings. But because of that little bit extra time that we got to spend in worship, the Lord totally brought clarity to what He was doing this morning, opened the door and set the stage for Him to speak a great and a wonderful promise to this house. So it doesn't always look like 90. Some days it's just 10. But some days it is 90. So will our heart be in this place of whatever it takes, whatever extra, whatever little bit extra I need to give today, I'll give it, whatever it takes. If it takes a Saturday, giving up a Saturday, I'll give up a Saturday. If it just takes me on my way to work, I take a detour, then I'll take the detour. Whatever it takes, just that little bit extra, because that little bit extra is what's going to build this promise to fruition that we would fill that baptistry up and it would never go dry. But it takes something of us. But it's not a lot. And tell me, how hard is it when you find yourself in the will of God for your life and for someone else's life and He just asks you to do something on His behalf and you see the freedom that those encounter? Is that really that hard to do? Or is that not one of the most amazing places to be? When you find somebody and you encounter somebody that encounters His freedom for themselves and you got to be the vessel that brought it to Him. That's not hard. That's a great place to be. It's what you were made to do. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.